Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a 3-in-1 formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. It keeps you seeing safely all year long. Pick up some at Walmart today. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. Welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're going over Weezer's catalog, track by track, song by song, from the Blue Album to Van Weezer or OK Human. Um, not sure which is <laughs> due out next or last or whatever, or eventual last. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, this is I'm, I'm, I, I am Eric Nash from uh, Almost Famous Minute. And my name is Martin David Tapia. I'm a private citizen and a man about town. And here with us, we've got... I'm Kondra, uh, back again. I'm from the Amateur Nerds. Yeah, one of our great recurring guests uh, and coming in here uh, a little bit in the middle-ish of uh, Make Believe. And it's after, after our, also after our... Uh, our, our co-host, uh, you know, uh, uh, kind of uh, switching around, uh, Zach having left, but not fully. <laughs> he thankfully is continuing to edit ma- amazingly, and we we appreciate uh, his help that way. But uh, Martin's come in here as of as of the last episode that uh, our li- our great listeners have probably heard, hopefully have heard, uh, the Christmas uh, celebration episode. Um, and uh, we're so so we're so glad that uh, Martin's gotten involved, and like I said, Conjure's here too. I'm so back. it's almost like uh, three old pros, except for <laughs> yeah, Martin it feels like gone a little while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like Conjure is even more of a pro. Yeah. I mean, you've been on more episodes of this show than I have, right? <laughs> I had to look back, and yeah, I've been on three so far. So this will be number four. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, th- and and this is number four track of Make Believe, as I was mentioning, is kind of kind of in the middle of it. Uh, Hold Me is the song we're doing today. I am terrified of all things. 
frightened of the dark I am You are Taller than a mountain Deeper than the sea Um, so yeah, so that was that little uh, snippet there, and I'm gonna go straight to our most most rookie person for his uh, initial take on on the song. Hold me, what uh, Martin? What did you think of this song? What do you think currently? Holy smokes! What do I think? Hold me is a beautiful song. Yeah. What a tune! It's a I really like this song. Um, there's a. a I feel like it's a very simple song, right? Like the lyrics, yeah. especially, uh, like don't have, we're not going to have a lot to talk about perhaps, but, um, I think that, uh, it really, the music really sells it. And, uh, I think River's voice is, uh, like really powerful on this one. I think like he always kind of has a way of, uh, of selling emotion or like singing, uh, and portraying, mm. uh, like longing, I think in some way Mm -hmm. and i think that works for him very well on this track and it works for me too yeah yeah longing is yeah i think a great great word to describe that yeah Mm -hmm. how he sounds and uh so Kondra, what do you think about Um, well i definitely don't like it as much as martin does um (laughs) I, i think it's a fine song it's definitely very raw and um this emotional vibe that mm-hmm. i don't know if i connect as well i think also it coming after two songs which i absolutely love uh-huh. um is it's a little hard to follow up um for me at least and also i don't know if it's just me but as it begins it sounds like it should be like the last track of the album but then it picks up and it's like oh are you having an identity crisis maybe not um i i think it's an interest it's got some interesting dynamics in it but um it's 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 definitely like a very pretty song and i really appreciate the raw emotion in it and it definitely feels different but um yeah it's it's one of those i i will listen to it but not all the time well yeah i can't say i i Maybe I would listen to it all the time. I, I do like it, I think, that well. But I, I haven't listened to it all the time, except for, you know, in just a little bit of preparing for it. Because, I mean, it's, it's really floated under the radar. It's it's uh, in the, you know, 20 to 30 listens of make-believe over the past 15 years for me or whatever, you know, uh, roughly. Um, you know, not, 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 not one album. It's not one album that I, I, I feel like I've said before already in a, in a lead-up to this episode. But... Um, for this album that it's not uh, an album that uh you know it, it didn't take me by the head and and make me listen you know a ton I, I but um but it's it's also this you know it's it's going through the tracks by the tracks by track for the album uh uh and listening to it t- 
to me it uh, it's not something i would go oh man that's just a killer you know amazing song but for this for this purpose i i really do have fallen in love with it uh and it's something i think i will try to listen to a lot more here in the coming uh you know days or weeks or what have you or and hope maybe hopefully longer too but hopefully it doesn't fade a bit you know a, much you know for me i hopefully i don't forget about it but, uh, <laughs> but yeah that, that 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 longing is i think that's a, a wonderful word for how how uh weezer sings sings it and and uh it's you know just it's just such a like, like again like you're also saying simple it's it's it starts off so soft and clean um but then of course it does punch up a good bit you know for the verses or for the courses that is um but yeah, so I think I think I think we're it's a, it's a generally positive review between the three of us so far, you know. Yeah. Um, with with your 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 conjure your uh, you're a little bit more on the on the negative side, but not full, not 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 fully, not not real bad, but just no. Not I think as wild, I think just, just not as wild by it. Yeah, I think it also just surprises me that it's in the first four tracks of the yeah. album, like mm. it being in the front half, and yeah. it doesn't necessarily sound like a front half track. Right. Um, maybe for modern album standards, but uh, this one always, in, in looking at like other Weezer albums too, like it doesn't feel like part of the top four, but mm-hmm. maybe they were going like... I was reading a bit about the album and it's like, it seems right. like they're going for a bit of a different vibe and like that emotion and like vulnerability is more on the forefront. So like to throw this in the top four, like, okay, that makes sense if that's the vibe you're going for. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely stronger than some of the other raw emotional longing songs on the album. So it's like, mm-hmm. it definitely like ranked higher than other songs on the album, but I have a question about track listings and what you think yeah. about which ones should be in the front Condra. <laughs> I mean, and by the front, I mean the top of the listing, the beginning yeah. of the album. Do you think that it should all, if it were up to you, would the best songs always be the first ones on the album? Or would you maybe have like a, like a good one to start? Because I think that's important with an album, right? But then like maybe have some uh, middling ones, like, if you have a really good album, obviously you don't want to have any filler, but sometimes you can't help it, right? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> every band has to have a little filler. But, like, what if there's, like, a really good track on, on the end? Like, that's, like, a little treat on, you know, on the bottom of the track list for you to oh. listen to. Do you ever feel that that's a good idea, or do you always want, like, the best tracks to be at the top? So... I have to balance two thought processes here. One is record and studios and how they organize track listing, which is very much your top hits are definitely in the first five, six songs. And then you have your B side. That's kind of your, your less boppy kind of songs and um, your less hits. I notoriously, my favorite song on almost any album is always in the second half. Um, I don't (laughs) think that's the case for this album in particular, but I'm like thinking uh, Ratitude. My favorite song on that album is Love is the Answer, which is like track eight. Um, and like, I'm trying to think of like an, a Panic at the Disco. I'm a big Panic at the Disco fan. I saw Weezer and Panic. The first time I saw Panic Live was at a Weezer concert. So um, 
my like some of my favorite songs are second half songs. I think it just depends on how well balanced the overall album is and if the tone of the album is complete despite those songs. So like if you think Pink Floyd, some of their strongest like Dark Side of the Moon, you have us in them right towards the end of the album, but that's like one of those defining songs for the album. And to have it as one of the last songs and one of my favorite songs off of that album, like it definitely, as long as it matches the overall tone of the album, but I think it just, you have Beverly Hills, perfect situation. This is such a pity that are such like boppy, like much more like they're upbeat, more their Buddy Holly style. And then you've got this really raw emotional song and it's like, okay, big vibe change here. Like stop it. It makes you stop and think like, what are they going for here? Um, but then We Are All in Drugs comes two songs later and is like a bop again. And it's like, okay, what? I just, it feels a little disjointed in that way. But then the rest of the album really slows down. So it's like, okay, is it to warn you that the rest of the album's kind of slower? Um, is it like a, it's like a, hey, heads up, <laughs> which it could be. I, I don't know. Um, but for like record studios, thinking about, how they strategically to have your second single off the album to come six songs in is kind of weird okay fair enough i just was curious how you were thinking about that yeah. it's interesting <laughs> to me now, now my thoughts on that are, are i i had already been thinking about from the first two weezer albums blue of course and pinkerton that you know the, the last song of each you know is only mm-hmm. only in dreams and then um, uh, butterfly yeah. And and you know, they kind of I think they both share some similarities to this song, a bit. Mm-hmm. But then the very interesting thing is looking at Wizardpedia and and they kind of have a new category I think for most of their songs at least this band commentary little little section of their of their Wizardpedia, Wikipedia like pages what have you. Um, Ooh. So so the the very last quote from that is from Brian and he's saying for some reason I liken it to liken it to say it ain't so so and i also can that you know upon reading that it's like okay yeah you know bit you know yeah so but but you know say so say it ain't so it's like what like the seventh or eighth track i think yeah on uh blue okay so so then my only other thought is is i love i love also knowing about when songs are recorded a bit and i can't actually quite recall for this one what, how, how that worked out uh, when they recorded and I mean there was definitely the talk of the demo here on the Wikipedia page when that was done in uh, March March 6, 2003 and of course the album is you know over two years later comes out but um, mm-hmm. but then but then when, when I'm but my, my, my biggest thing I ever think about whenever I'm talking about this kind of thing recording and, and where then also where it's where a song is on uh, in the track listing is the last song on Revolver by the Beatles. Mm. It's mm-hmm. my favorite my favorite Beatles song, my favorite song essentially that... ever. Uh Tomorrow Never Knows. Mm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So and that's for that album at that time in, in, in their recording uh uh process, uh they, that's the first song they recorded, at least most of, you know. Um, wow, interesting. Yeah. Hey, and guess what, Eric? Unlike Zach, I'm a big Beatles fan. Oh, yeah, Beatles Good. person. So he's so. gonna he's gonna hate us now. <laughs> doing, doing yeah, that and having I'm, the, I'm old too. Take yeah. that, Zach. I'll talk Beatles. We We're can just, go there. Oh, oh. nice. Cool. 
Revolver's my I mean, favorite no, album. No, we so. shouldn't though, because I think that this is a Weezer podcast. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We this is not alphabetical. To, to talk about Weezer. Fair. Hey, it's been done. Speaking of Weezer, oh, true. <laughs> uh, did you guys read about um, how Rivers was fasting when he wrote yeah. this song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's interesting. I think that's like a weird way to um, try to write a song, and I think it's a fun tidbit to know. Well, and, and then additionally, what he apparently indicated was that, you know, he does not recommend <laughs> doing it for other people. Yeah. And 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 trying to write songs. Yeah. Unfortunately, so. now that I've heard that, I'm gonna yeah. just keep fasting yeah. every time I decide that I want to write a song. <laughs> and Rivers can do nothing to stop All me. Right, yeah. He's not my dad. Rivers is, is starting a new law enforcement uh, <laughs> organization of don't fast before you write a song. He's Where gonna he's find gonna you. Go and, the fast yeah, police feed, feed songwriters, bring food to songwriters. Yeah, fast <laughs> police. <laughs> Yeah, cool. So also, I have like a little um, theory about these lyrics, because I think that the lyrics are pretty weird. Like, they kind of uh, tend not to mean much. I think on this whole album, like, the lyrics tend to be so broad that they, like, it's kind of hard to relate to them for me. Have you two felt that at all from Make Believe? Yeah, definitely. But, like, this song, I decided that it's about, like, a pet, right? Like, a little dog. (laughs) And, like, that, to me, like, once I started thinking of it that way, it really clicked in. And I was like, oh, like, a a human being doesn't think about another human being that they are taller than a mountain or deeper than the sea. Except for, like, in a poetic way, I guess. But if you approach it more literally, I can, I don't know. This is how I think of it. When I'm listening to this song now... And I only heard this song like two weeks ago for the first time. Uh, Eric, you said you've listened to it like 15 or 20 times in the last like 15 years or whatever. I've listened to it 15 or 20 times in like the last 15 (laughs) days. So, Uh, but I'm really into it. And yeah, once I clicked into my little uh, doggy theory, doggy hold me theory, um, it's like a dog whose uh, owner doesn't have as much time for them as they used to. Very sad song, in fact, I would say. <laughs> I, w- I would love to see it animated. Oh my gosh, <laughs> a, yeah. A, a new music that. video animated. Yeah. Well, that, with a dog like you can actually hold. Because most dogs can't really hold. I'm thinking like a little shaking chihuahua yeah. or like little white fuzzy dogs. Just one that shakes all the time. Absolutely. Make it so. Who's in charge of doing that <laughs> on the internet? If you're listening, well, do it well j- just within our uh our own uh network uh there there is at least one person kind of behind the scenes that uh could possibly do something like that for us but let's holy smokes here on the pantheon podcast network yeah <laughs> all right very good um yeah that's all i have for uh the lyrics i just wanted to bring out my little dog theory and uh um, I really like uh, musically. I like the uh, 
the bridge, right? Or like the middle eight or whatever mm-hmm. you call it. I'm not 100% sure how to talk about the names of parts of songs. <laughs> but uh, the lyrics to that one are, I am, I am cold, hold me. Very simple. <laughs> but um, again, like I said in the beginning, I think Rivers like really sells that hard. And I think it's a weird bridge. Like yeah. it's a weird structure. And mm-hmm. like the rhythms of the, like the chords and stuff like how long each one is held is like kind of bizarre but i think it, for me at least it really works what do you guys think well is is that i am is that almost a continuation of the com- the completion of the thought or you know not, not much not much of a further answer i don't know of of the, the chorus right before it you know take me with you cuz i'm lonely i am you know he's just saying i am lonely again without saying that word um and it's similar to you know i'm right right in the very first verse you know it, the second line is frightened of the dark and he then says i am without anything else after it and then he goes on to the thought of you are taller than the mountain so it's, it's uh-huh. i think it's w- whenever he's saying that i am or i was in the second verse you know he's just it's, it's just a little bit bit more of hitting the nail on the head you know in those cases, well, I mean, it's you know, it's it's the difference between between the two. That's for sure. Between I am and I was, it's the difference of, you know, currently and in the past. You know, uh, situation. You know, a state a state of being. You know. Yeah, a perfect situation. That yeah, makes right? complete yeah. sense. Also, uh, like hitting a nail on the head, you should always do that. <laughs> Don't hit it on the other parts. It doesn't do any good. Well, every now and then, though, I hit nails on the side, but oh, not, yeah. well, not strongly that's not the rule. Yeah. To, to get them to straighten back up. Almost 100% yeah. of the time that you're hitting a nail, yeah. hit it on the head. Right, yeah. I think it's a good rule of thumb, but don't hit your thumb. No. Yeah. that hurts. <laughs> yes. I was just taken. Yes, Kondra, go on. Sorry. <laughs> so i have the liners out from the cd and Uh the lyrics are just so much shorter than the three previous songs and it really like i had i like looked at it and i was like wait is this really how like how much the lyrics are like how 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 many words are in this song and then i listened back to it i was like oh yeah it's just a lot of the the words are just really held out and it's more about the music in this song than the words. So the fact that some of the words are very abstract and it doesn't make a lot of sense, it's like, well, that's not the point of this one. It's it's to show off some emotional yeah. music. Absolutely, I agree, 100%. And it it's on- abstract to the point of absurdity, I would say, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it honestly kind of, like, I would imagine this being, like, a poem more than anything like if i were to see this like out of context at not in the liner but just like the the lyrics like up on a web page or whatever i would be like oh this is a poem just like the way it's structured and even like how the liner notes how they space the lines so like i am i am cold it's all on one line and then hold me's on the next and it it has this very it it structurally looks like a freeform poem hmm. but, but just a yeah. little bit of literary analysis tossed in there too mm-hmm. um well something i have i, I often have uh that's much more music 
head on the music only uh, uh, concerning uh, is the uh, differences between the right channel, left channel. Left channel, left channel right channel. That uh, I noticed that the in the the verse two itself. Um, I don't think I don't think you know verse one or is there even a verse three? No, there isn't. Um, no. But verse two, uh, there's just the clean guitar that's in the right channel only. This has been the left channel, right channel report with Eric Nash. Yeah, right channel only. This is my favorite segment, yeah. Eric. I gotta tell <laughs> oh, you. Thank you. I've I've been listening to the show. I love the right channel, left channel. Is it, maybe I'll write like a little theme song so that we can play oh. it, like every time you have something <laughs> to talk about. But yeah, boy, I am floored, man. I feel like a real uh, uh, Marky Mark here, like a meteoric rise to uh, to the top. Feels like Weezer. I'm here. I'm I'm in it. I'm the rock star. Finally, I've made it. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Yeah, has anybody covered this? Oh, uh, yeah, um, and actually, real quick first, uh, the other little segment uh, I've been doing late, lately, yeah, too, before covers, is actually even uh, 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 the game I play uh, uh, off and on. I've been a little away from it from, from a little bit recently, but uh, actually, as of a couple few months ago, <laughs> when I actually initially started to do some notes for this song, <laughs> um, uh, No Rocksmith uh, is available, uh, at least as of then for this song no no uh cdlc the custom dlc unfortunately wow uh, this song is really sad kind of on yeah. its own but that fact makes me even a little more sad <laughs> yeah wow. yeah it, it, this this one actually would shoot to the top because i think there was one other song of quite a few months ago now um that i thought man because there's no nothing no, no cdlc for it i i said man if if I, if I get the gumption to actually try to create it myself you know that's that's one I would do. I would now whatever that song was. This that that is now replaced with this one. This one is the one that <laughs> takes the cake that I would prefer to do. That's for sure. Well, the uh, other one you don't even remember what it is. Yeah, exactly. So let's just stick with I, this one. I'd have to go through my notes and, 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 <laughs> yeah, and hope sure. I had it in here, but uh, it's possible I didn't. I support that. I think that this is um, like I'm gonna say an underrated song. I had never heard of it until yeah. recently, but mm-hmm. like this is the one on the entire album. In fact, that like. Uh, really grabbed me, and I actually have been enjoying Make Believe in general a lot, so we'll talk about that more in the future. Yeah. Anyway, um, do we want to yeah. talk about our ratings? Well, no, no, I, I would uh, oh, then the say the, the covers that... Yeah. There is a song, and that's a fact. Now tell me who has covered that. Who has covered that song? Who has covered that song? For my normal place of looking, no covers, but I did find uh, three to note. Uh, one is very common, um, uh, and actually I found it pretty good. I did listen to a, at least a good chunk of it um, for the Weezer cover project, and that's acoustic, you know, no vocals versions of, of a ton of Weezer songs. It's a, it's a, it's a project that, that whoever it is that's behind it uh, has done over, over many years, I believe, even. Um, so that was pretty good. Um, Wait, other... I'm sorry. And the name of it is the the Weezer time? Cover Project. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and so well, there's no there's no indication that they're acoustic and no vocals in that name, but nonetheless, it is a a project. And and but that's that's the way they do their covers. Um, but so then the two others to note, I thought were uh, uh, just like on just searching it up on uh, YouTube real quick was uh, one called uh, a band uh, called Jaguar that oh. did a pretty decent cover. I think I listened to a good chunk of that as well. Um, nothing too you know amazing as far as a different arrangement but it's it stuck pretty close but but then one that kind of did play a little bit with something a little different was uh it, it it was three different guys for this one but it only was uh the the channel was only under one person's name Matt McLean and i you know so there was one guy he's a main singer and also playing keys or piano what have you um yeah there's other guys playing guitar and a third guy that just came in uh with uh, some extra backing vocals um so no so no bass or drums which kind of makes sense i mean it's it'd be hard to add that i think to the song i think but uh the way the way the guy added uh, uh some uh piano parts actually i wonder made how many sense. songs actually have keys in them like do you think yeah. you, sometimes you can shake your keys rhythmically <laughs> maybe there are other ways to make sounds with keys well, anyhow that's neither here nor there go on keys as in keyboard oh, oh. <laughs> gotcha yeah um yeah so that's it uh for covers then though we talked about covers we talked about covers we talked about I would love to ask you about your ratings. <laughs> Eric. Me. Would you mind telling me, how do you rate this song on a scale of 1 to 10? Or wait, do we do 0 to 10? I'm not clear on this. Yeah, yeah, 0 to 10, actually, yeah. Because we on are allowing, of zero because, because of the old uh, uh, pitchfork of rating of 0. 0.4. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. I think that was a, definitely at least one reason to, to go p- b- sub 1. <laughs> Okay, so Eric, um, on a scale of zero to ten, yeah, definitely won't be the case. Zero here. being the worst, ten being the best. What is your rating? I'm gonna have to give this. Uh, yeah, Holy just smokes. Just, I'm on the edge of my seat. A, a straight nine. Yeah, nine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. What a rating. And now, Chandra. <laughs> What is your rating on a scale of 0 to 10? 0 being the worst, 10 being the best. How do you rate it? Go. I'm leaning on like a six and a half. You know okay. what? Also, I should have asked you first because now I feel like you're <laughs> you're rating it higher because Eric rated it so high. So if I would have done it at a 1 to 5, it was like I wrote down 2.5. So I'm like, I climbed oh, so it up five. a little. You should just go with 5. Well, no, because I think, no, like, after hearing your all of your thoughts about it, maybe I'm being yeah. a little too hard on it. <laughs> maybe so. I'm not here to change anybody's mind. I'm just here to observe with eyes unclouded by hate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Indeed. I'm a real Ashitaka. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Now, Martin. Yeah. On a scale of zero to ten, zero being the worst and ten being the best, how do you rate this song? Go. I rated a perfect 10. What Whoa. an amazing song. 
I love this song. And you know what? When it comes to songs, it's uh, people work so hard writing them. I don't know if either of you have ever written a song, but it's a lot of work. And to make something come out even halfway decent is so hard. It's too sad for me to rate anything <laughs> too low. It's just like, uh, you know, it, even though Rivers is a big rock star dude and uh, like his feelings are not super important to anybody except for people who know him, probably. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. It's just I don't like to criticize too harshly. I really oh, sorry to veer off a bit, but please veer. So, so Eric and I have known this song for its entire existence. Basically, you have come onto it. You're 15 days in, and it's just really. I'm like having a lot of very. So this was the first album for me, and I didn't say this earlier, which is my fault. Um, this was my first. I know who Weezer is album like oh I identify a Weezer song because of Beverly Hills and we are all on drugs being on the radio I was in third grade when this album came out so this was like my first like I can identify Weezer not just from my parents playing it in the background and so like I wanted to listen to this album and stuff but I was like oh it's not as good and whatever and it's just it's really interesting to hear someone who's basically fresh eyed on it not jaded about it like hasn't had to like it I, I like and thinking to what came after this like i just completely shoved this one away when like red album came out i was like no <laughs> red album is my jam um so it's oh, just well, that's interesting it, because it, i think that people usually like the first weezer album that they hear yeah. is like a lot of times their favorite is yeah. that the case i think often probably it, that's the case for most bands for me <laughs> Well, guess what? I think we got to the bottom of this track, mm -hmm. Hold Me, by Weezer, from Make Believe. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll just do some wrapping up now. Uh, I, I guess we should probably just hear from uh, Condra, and then we'll go to our own little plugs. But, Condra, what do, what do you have? What, what would you like to plug today? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to plug my podcast feed. Yeah. You can find it under Amateur Nerds on all the major podcatchers. We, I'm a Movies by Minute podcaster with my brother. Right now we are on our season three where we are talking about High School Musical one minute at a time. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Yeah, that's great. And uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, I think in the, in the green room we were talking about me, hopefully watching uh, Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox soon. So then I, then I can listen. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to listen after after. Yeah, you watching. should do it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, thanks so much, Kondra. And so for the Thank show you for itself, me back. Um, yeah, you're welcome. And so for the show itself, uh, I think we want to talk about, uh, uh, say, some of the socials. Uh, we certainly have our at Feels Like Weezer uh, Twitter feed. Uh, find that, follow us there. Um, on Facebook, we have our Facebook page at um, uh, facebook.com slash uh, Feels Like Weezer. Uh, is our page and then the group is the feels like weezer ah yeah the group is feels like weezer listener society so you can come and join that we'll let you in if you're not a bot and we can talk more about uh these uh wonderful songs by the band weezer as you know yeah <laughs> check them out yeah check it all out 
Um, and and uh, as our old uh, co-hosts would often like to point out, uh, you can certainly uh, email us at feelslikeweezer at gmail.com. And uh, personally, I have uh, just also check out uh, Almost Famous Minute, which that show and this show are both on the Pantheon Podcast Network. That, that's at pantheonpodcast.com. And I just had my one other Movies by Minute show prior to that was Watchmen Minute, so check those out. And Martin... What do you yeah, got? my name is Martin David yeah. Tapia. I'm the co-host of the show that you're currently listening to right now. That feels like Weezer, the song where we go, the show where we go song by song, track by track through Weezer's entire discography, from blue to black and beyond. Other than that, uh, I'll, I'll see you around. Uh, yeah, take take it wheezy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is where we always uh, have our bad endings and can't finish very well. Oh, I actually have a good ending for this one. I hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic. Yeah. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> yep, cool. <laughs> Sorry, it was complete gut reaction there. I was like, yes. <laughs> It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.